I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. You drinking? I'm drinking um, oh, a beer, a Moa beer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm drinking. Isn't it weird? Do you find it weird when people, when you order a beer and people are like, oh, very mask? Do people say that to you? I get it quite a bit when I order a beer and there's an expectation that I should be drinking like a rosé or a sparkling. Sometimes I want an icy cold beer. Sometimes that's all you want is a nice, uh, nice ice cold beer. What, what would you say is your main, what do you say is the main alcohol? My beverage? main gulp? Yeah, your main gulp. Um, probably I would. Oh, probably Chardonnay. Oh, I love a Chardonnay which too. Is so which is, yeah, so gay. Yeah, but it is the yummiest. And it, maybe we're our own worst enemies. Like, because often, like, it will be gay people that will be saying to me, like, "Well, that's very mask to be drinking a beer." And I was like, "Mate, even you're locked into this binary yeah. shitstorm. Like, get out, get over it. Anyone can drink anything. Anyone can drink a fucking beer. Yeah. Was well, that a bloody light beer, mate? I hate that too. You know what? I love the taste of beer and I hate the taste of cum. So maybe I'm not gay. <laughs> no one likes the... It's so funny when people are like, yum, cum. Oh, what? I remember some friends telling me about how there was cum-flavoured lube. And I was like, Ugh. who in their goddamn mind is thinking, you know what? I want more of the taste of cum. That's like seasoning your chicken in chicken seasoning. No, that's that can be good though. Or no. like adding beef stock to beef. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's an alright concept Yeah Cum Lube The official new sponsor Of, of the, the male gaze Theme, theme song, song plays <laughs> I feel like we're like NASA <laughs> And welcome I always start with and welcome I know As if we're linking from something else. else Like and welcome Like you were watching porn And now welcome to this episode of the That Ma- was the news And here's <laughs> the male gaze People listen What podcast do you think people will listen to Before the male gaze I think the daily I reckon you would get Wow I reckon not many people listen to more than one podcast a day Or maybe if they've got a you know, an office job sitting at the desk, type, type, typing. If you have a commute there and a commute home, something that doesn't really exist much in New Zealand because we don't take the train because as much as we like to brag but about being environmentalists. you could be stuck in that bloody long traffic out. Oh, that's true. You know, west or south or east or north, you know, any, in any direction. Well, it comes from all directions here in Auckland City. That's one oh. thing people know about us. We've got bad traffic. traffic. <laughs> I wonder when people listen to our podcast the most. In the mornings, afternoons, or evenings? Surely morning. Although, oh, what about like secret, like people who haven't come out yet and they're listening Ooh. to us in the depths of night. Like they put the covers over their head. They get a torch. They play it off their phone. I would say there's more critical content that they should be listening to than our content. Unless it's like putting them at yeah. ease. But I'd be like, you know, there's some probably like some factual stuff, stuff that gives you some practical steps towards coming yeah. out and living your most authentic life rather than us being like, I didn't like Barbara Streisand and Sarah's Bond. <laughs> I don't like the taste of cum. <laughs> They'd be like, what am, I'm going back in the closet. <laughs> oh, well, it's Alice Sneddon's not here and it feels 
different. I feel lighter because you know, like the air in the room is is more breathable. Uh, we get trash talker as much because she won't be listening to this. No, she won't. She hates this podcast. Loathes uh, it. No, it was a lot of fun to have Alice on. Almost too much fun. She was almost too funny. That's why she's got she's yeah, cut absolutely. She's stealing out. We can't thunder. let a woman rise above gay men. Yes, you know we've got to stick true to this. Men first. Men first. Straights first. Then, then gays. gays. Then, then <sighs> probably woman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Monsters. I don't know about what Shut we're us up down. to. I hate. I, I have hate. A half a beer and then I already hate myself. I know most of the stuff we've covered so far. I reckon has been grim, but and hopefully has made you smile. Grim and slightly narcissistic. Being like, yeah. How do people listen to us? Do you reckon they listen to us having sex? <laughs> I would never put on. Imagine somebody on a podcast before having sex with someone. <laughs> Which podcast would you If you had to choose a podcast To listen to while having sex What would you choose No It's Fuck it's grim sometimes Yeah it is Oh it's been grim recently About all the Russians Creating fake websites To to fuck with the midterms I don't even know Oh I'm scared about these midterms Who would you Would you go Republican or Democrat Republican (laughs) Yeah I thought so I would go Democrat And now switch to Republican Yeah Because of how good Trump's doing You can't deny The evidence Right I mean proof's in the Proof's in the pud The proof's in the pud And he's delivered a delicious pudding Yeah Obviously yum, yum, yum. Democrat and if you are an American listener, which I reckon there are four out there who are already voting Democrat, <laughs> we just want to say keep, keep up the up. good work. Make sure when you tick, you tick nice and strong. <laughs> Two ticks blue, which means a different thing in America than it would mean here. Because the Democrats oh, yeah, are blue. Yes, yes, yes. And our righties are, are blue here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's funny, I've been watching, like, you see, like, all those people who are giving their, like, hey, make sure you vote in your midterms, like, um, yeah. which I was not aware of the midterms until this year, basically, like, because yeah. I have no idea how the American um, government worked until, basically, it all turned to shit. Well, it's because since 2008, Obama's been in charge. <laughs> you know, like, so it's fine. Like, yeah, cool, sick. Um, but it's very funny watching, like, a lot of, like, porn stars and stuff being like, hey, make sure you vote in your midterms. That was one of the tabs I opened when I was like, what can we talk about? And I was on a gay blog, uh, and I was like, what can we talk about? One of them was a uh, hot... <laughs> one of the, the articles they've written was, watch these hot gay men go to vote. <laughs> it was literally just a listicle of Instagram gays Fuck. voting. <laughs> it's so crazy looking at, like, gay-related websites in your office because, like... Not there are not many kind of genres of like blogs where it's it's like news, facts, health, porn. Like that, yes. the porn's like the in every website. It's like well, there's a bit of factual. There's like some um some video content. Obviously, there's like some eye candy, eye candy yeah. for the men. It's so weird that they have to cater it so that we every third or fourth article is like they know how often we're thinking about sex that they're like, well, we have to make it an option. Do you think you mean I have there's that like fact that people share it at uh, high school where they're like, do you know men? Do you know men actually think about sex every seven seconds and women mm. think about sex every 21 seconds? I was like, I'm not thinking about sex that much. And then it made I me know. start thinking about like, sex more. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, shit, I need to be 
thinking about it every 20 seconds. I'd set like a reminder on my phone. Ding! Every 20 seconds, just be like, think think of a cock. Yeah. Any cock. Any cock. Any cock will do. Do, 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 do. I have a new nephew. Congratulations. There's a segue to this. Because I was like, please make this link clearer. Well, he's got this amo- the most adorable photo, which I think someone's taken on portrait mode of his face. They've just taken him out of the bath. His eyes Aww. look beautiful. He's got a full head of hair. He's one of those babies that instantly um, looks cute. Isn't one of those babies that goes through a rough patch. Yes. Uh, but in that photo, his dick is just like out there oh my so i keep being like oh look at this adorable photo yeah and then every time i'm like well i wonder if they're shocked by the uh baby genitalia they're saying it is weird like oh, i don't know it'd be it's weird it's weird for them to notice it yeah on a baby but then it is weird i guess to show it but then i don't i don't know it's a hard one isn't it it is hard do you know one of the most reassuring things that ever happened in my life was my mum told me that the woman who had a son next to her, that her baby had a really small penis. And my mum told me that when I was like 13. And I was like, okay. So, because you know how you have no idea what a small or a big penis no. is. And, I, and, and then I was like, well, at least I'm not the smallest because apparently the baby next to me. Although a baby's penis. Like a what baby- would be useful at that age to know? Like, is there, if there was a class that would just like... Lift all the insecurity. Like one teacher that just came out to you and was like, "No dick is wrong" or something. Yes. I don't know, but even then, I wouldn't believe that. Yeah, but there's so much guesswork. You're like, "Fuck, is my penis fucked up?" I don't know what know. anyone else's looks like yet. No, no idea. I, I only know mine. Uh, is this Barely. the right amount of pubes? Yeah. Is this supposed to be this sharp? Yeah. Does it? Sm- why does mine smell like this? Oh no. Is That's it, what someone needs to tell you. They just need, sex here just needs to be like, you can wank as much as you want as long as it's not getting in the way of the rest of your life. If clean, it hurts, stop. If it hurts, stop. Uh, clean it. Clean it. And, um, uh, you don't know. Don't really need to shave it until, like, at this age, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No there's no fucking 16-year-old that's so hairy <laughs> they need to be manscaping. <laughs> like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> just be like, I, leave it alone until you're old enough, until your brain's fully developed, that you can trust yourself with like a razor of some form, yeah, and your gooch. I feel like your lived experience is not uh, is making you side like <laughs> you've got a skewed view here because you've I got barely... fine, uh, <laughs> beautiful <laughs> hair, porcelain hair. I was the first person at intermediate school to get like quite hairy legs, and yeah. every, and I and I but got even so many comments. At school, you wouldn't need to shave your pubes, surely. Nah, there was a weird thing when I was in third form where. The popular girls at our school were like, hairy legs are gross. And then all the guys started shaving their legs. That's that's women f- fucking up the patriarchy. I know. I know. Just getting into their heads. That's, yeah. that's, how they, that's the, the first step of the takeover. It's funny that they had that much influence that the men just started... The men were like, yeah, cool. Give me some fucking nads. I always wanted to try you, like eating nads. Because people were like, you can taste that. It tastes yum. And I was like, what is this shit? What is it? The, is this wax? Do you remember Nads, like the wax? It was like a green wax. And then mm-hmm. you, it was like a gel and you put the paper over and rip it off. And I was like, it's oh, yeah. sort of, it kind of taps into my weird ASMR fetishy sort of shit. Just the sound of it. Just like the, the texture, the sounds, the rip. Yeah, true, true, true. I always, anytime, it, like I like looking at the inside of a waxing strip mm. and all the hair kind of mm. stuck to... Yeah, that's gross, but I... I I respect the appeal of that. I think for me, I enjoy the satisfaction of 
Oh no, it, it is sort of satisfying to see what you've removed. Yeah, I think so. It's like looking at the inside of a plaster, and you see kind oh, of like oh my god, you see kind of like. You know, like he's the word judge of the rings of a tree to see how old it was. <laughs> and you see the rings of your, like, school saw. Did you have a school saw? What's a school saw? It's like, I don't, I don't really know, but I had a school saw on my finger and I had to take time off school just because they're saws that are viral. And they're called school saws because they spread at school, like nits. Maybe my mum just made that up. I don't know if that's real. Chicken pox? I had chicken box twice. Wow. Crazy, eh? That's crazy. Rare. This is gro- This is a gross chat, Yeah, eh? what's the theme of this episode? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what's the fact of the game? We'll form a theme from there. Okay, well, okay, Larry Sinclair is running for mayor of a city called Coco in Florida. Cute. Um, he's not so cute. Uh, he's a convicted felon. Whoa. Who received national uh, media attention during 2007, during Barack Obama's first presidential campaign, when he claimed that he engaged in a two-day crack fueled sex romp with Obama in the late 90s. Fuck, that's hot. And he might... <laughs> and he might make it... He might become mayor because there, no one else who's running for mayor of the city, which only 17,000 people live in, has any money behind them, whereas he's managed to get some, like, donors and stuff. So it's looking like he's quite likely to become the mayor. <laughs> Was that an attempt for him to, like, drag down Obama by being like, he's gay and takes drugs? Or... Was that him trying to, like... Get on the wave. Get on the wave. I don't know what his tactic was there. I don't know Clearly either. Clearly not real. Maybe a racist man who confused any black man for Obama. Yeah, true. In which case, he can get in the bin pretty quickly. Yeah. And Florida is the bin, isn't it? Florida is pretty much the bin. It's bad. I do want to go there because I feel like you just see the scum bucket of New Zealand. Like, there's so many, like, whacked out people who are, like, addicted to Disneyland who are just, like skirting yeah. around and sort of you know it's pretty gross could you ever be a person who went full disneyland you know how there's people who like their life's ambition is just to go to disneyland as much as they humanly can disneyland for me is like i've been to two now yeah disney sea in japan and disneyland paris well obviously not the big kahunas like i haven't been to la or yeah. florida or whatever but it, dry, it, like, wears off. It's like New Year's. It's, like, it's all about the hype. Wow. You're like, go, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. And then you take, like, you know, you have a few drinks. You know, if this was New Year's. Yes. Drop the pill, whatever. It hits. Wow. One. And suddenly you're like, fucking could go to bed whenever. Yes, true. I've done the countdown. It's like Disneyland. It's exactly the same. It's like, oh, we're gonna go to Disneyland. You arrive. It's like fucking crazy. You see the castle, everything you recognize. And then it just begins to wear thin. And you're like, wow, this is shallow and empty and sad. And like, there's a couple of rides and then it's just snacks. But the majority snacks, of Disneyland, though. no, not great snack. I love the turkey legs you can get. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It blows my mind to hear you say that, because I've only been to once to Tokyo Disney Sea, oh. and I was, like, truly astonished. All I was, day? Well, I walked in, I was like, I get it. I it love the huge. I love the entrance. The entrance is great. The entrance is amazing. Does it sustain? The train there. But does it sustain for the rest of the day? I don't know if I loved any of the rides except for Sinbad. See, it's just, yeah. Hey, now Sim- Sinbad is so I had a good. similar experience on Sinbad. It was, I was like, what's this ride? It was random. Yeah. We fell in some time, hopped on it, bloody loved it. Original song. 
Yeah. Beautiful puppets. Be- like, and the queue is tiny. It's like, do you guys not get it? Because the queue in Tokyo Disney Sea, the queue for the Toy Story <laughs> ride is like three hours long. Yeah. And apparently it's not even good. Do you guys not get Simbad? Simbad is beautiful. And it's a Toy Story, it's a Tokyo Disney Sea exclusive. It's not in any of the other parks. That line should be double the length. Yeah. So that is our main political agenda. <laughs> in the midterms this year, what you need to do. Uh, is uh, vote for Sinbad to be expanded to other Disneylands. Speaking of political activism, yeah, our Queen of the Week. Oh yeah, as um, nominated by solely me. Yes, as no uh, no surprises here. Barbara Streisand. I can't believe that this uh, is the third time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she's seventy six years old, and is like one of the most successful recording artists of her time. Yeah. Okay. She's released a new album. I don't understand it because her genre of music is... It's so fucked. It's bizarre. It's basically musical theatre. Yeah. I think old people listen to it and gay people, ironically, like I listen to it and being like, this is funny. Yeah. And once you've ironically listened to something enough, it just becomes something you like. I, <laughs> like Trump. <laughs> um, <laughs> the <laughs> So she's just released a political album. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of... Her very first political album, and it's definitely speaking back to Trump, which wow. it's just when people... Thank God someone's finally doing it. I think that's why I find it funny, because <laughs> she's like, is anyone speaking up? I'll make an album. And it's like, oh. we're all speaking up, Barbara. I mean, it's not like we don't need the album. Yeah. It's just funny that it's been made. And yes. it's funny that someone might listen to the album. They'll be like, when I think of getting geared up to like be an activist, it's not like putting on a Barbara album. Yeah. <laughs> And kind of, like, <laughs> fueling a fire inside of me. So it's called, guess the name. It's one word, one syllable. Hope. I reckon, I want you to think darker than that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, one word. One word, one syllable. R- rapist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not one syllable. Very funny. Um Walls. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I know. You know what? I mean, this is so bad, but for me, it's like talking about the wall almost seems like hack to me. Like- yeah, I know. <laughs> it's because the, the amount of damage that he's done, and that was yeah. like the beginning of it all. Yeah. I and mean, it's still fucking awful. It's still bad. And just, yeah, lots of, he is putting lots of walls up between, you know, people. I think, yeah, you think about what, you know, what is a wall? I think yes, probably she would have gone. So mm. here are the album na- song names. What's on my mind? The banger of the album. Don't lie to me. The chorus is oh. amazing. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. It's oh, really that great. does sound good. Um, she does a cover of Imagine and What a Wonderful World. Wow. Uh, then there's that's the such a popular song Walls. Do you reckon she had like six songs? And then yeah, she's like, like, well, let's oh. just put Imagine and What a Wonderful World. On it. <laughs> a classic. <laughs> A song called Lady Liberty, which could be a cover. Wow. What the World Needs Now. Another cover. Yeah. Yeah. Better Angels. Another original called Love's Never Wrong, which is (gasps) a little call out to uh, the LGBTQ community. Oh, that's nice. Her lyrics are, love's never wrong no matter who you love. And when you do find love, don't let it go. And always know that love is never wrong, no matter what they say. Don't ever be afraid to let it show and let it grow. I mean, it's just like the lyrics are so 
Lame? Yeah. No one can tell you what's right. No one can tell you what's right for you or how two hearts can be as one. All you need, all or what you need, what you what you've done. To Does she deliver it with the same sort of conviction that you're giving it? <laughs> or- <laughs> I am so bad at reading out loud. <laughs> I, I should just entirely give up. It should just be one thing. I might I'll never do that ever again. Oh, I'm so bad at it. Anyway. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? I'm just like, as well, she's 76. So many, I think what's inspiring about that is you could, even nearing 30, I'd become cynical. I'm like, I'm not going to oh, go same. out. Oh, same. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I don't need to make a political statement. I'm the world's tired. But then to be yeah. like 76 on your way out, I mean, she's not on yeah. her way out, but being like, I've got another album in me and this oh. one is the angriest one yet. And it's great that she's like, she's older than Trump and she's like telling him what's what. She's like, yeah, she honestly listening to three of the songs already. It's like hearing your best friend's mum mm. tell you what what and give you some advice and also kind of tell you off a bit. Yes, but she's been through quite a few elections, you know. Did you ever fu- like go to a party at high school, for instance, and find no. that the person <laughs> <laughs> not one? <laughs> Have you ever been to a party and found that the person that you connected with was the person whose party it was? Their mum? Yes. Oh my God. It's such a fucking trope of gay men to do that. Oh my God. Like making friends with your best friend's mum is like such a power move. I used to do it to Eddie, one of my dearest friends, all the time. It's like, I'd like, and then I'd like throw him under the bus a little bit, but like, ugh. Yeah. Barely get his shit together, like to his mum. You'd be like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, this is a power move, mate. I had because Eddie's mum's name's Nancy. She's a queen. Every time I had dinner there, I'd be like, Nancy, this is incredible. You'll have to give me the recipe. (laughs) It's very funny. Yes. I, I, I don't know about you, but I had a habit as a kid of talking to adults like they were my peers. Oh, like, yes, I'd be like yeah. 10. I'd be like, how's work going? Yeah. And like, oh, don't, tell me, don't even get me started. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm slogged at school. I've got like a poetry title page to get done and ugh, it is doing my head in. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I went to one party in my last year of high school where there was a bus trip. It was my, a guy Robinson, a guy at my high school. And then uh, I was kind of like hanging out with the parents and his mum showed me her. She'd been like homebrewing whiskey uh and then i thought i was like hanging out with them being really adult and then everyone else went on the bus trip and i was like i'm just gonna stay and, and hang with guy's mum and then i puked i think that hooked up with her and then I, when we we have a kid <laughs> wow we have twins what are their names um byron and cordelia oh yeah they're both wankers <laughs> yeah they sound like assholes but here's a little trip yeah they would be 11 now but <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible age! Oh, my thirtieth is coming up, and <laughs> I find a way to work it into conversation every day. Really? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it can be big, or it doesn't have to be. You know, like yeah. Barbara I've... Streisand is seventy six. Let's not forget this. You no. know, and it's like did a carpool karaoke the other day. Yeah, she's young and fresh. I mean, you see Paul McCartney's carpool karaoke. Yeah. And his latest album is... Every track on Paul McCartney's album is like, I'm gonna come. (laughs) It's like the horniest (laughs) album. I'm coming soon, or it's a heart attack. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have an orgasm or die. I'm gonna come this week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna come on Tuesday. (laughs) And then on Thursday, I'm getting a prostate checkup. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no I organised a spit roast Well no I haven't organised it What I did was Created a Facebook event For my 30th Promised that there would be A spit roast there Then learned afterwards That I think it's quite expensive To 
name is Spit I'll Roast. put some cash in. When? Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> How do you? Well, when is it? It's I'm. It's I turned thirty on the tenth of December. That's right. And when's the party? S- the sixteenth. <laughs> Come along, everyone. Oh, My addresses. <laughs> <laughs> This is me just like literally doing some admin <laughs> in my just head. To put it in your calendar. No, I'm like, where do we book this spit rose to make it happen? You've got to have a spit. You've promised. I, it. I have promised. You li- it. What's the ev- you named the event like Eli has a spit rose for his birthday or something? Yeah, come put me on the spit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. something like that. But and, and, well, the thing that, is, I like, am having it at my house as well. So I'm like, maybe. I should just need to justify it by being like, what I would have spent on a venue, I am spending on a spit roast. It's definitely worth trying. Yeah. It's a whole animal. That's maybe the part that is freaking me out the most. Is like, because, you know, I live in Greyland. I've got a lot of vegan friends. Yes. Do I really want a rotating pig <laughs> to be <laughs> constantly in sight, no matter but which I, part of the garden you stand in? There's some mushrooms on the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would you put? Is there a vegetarian spit? Would it's just, aggressively carnivore. It is. Yeah. You can't just wake up a spit with falafel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you've got any requests for my 30th, uh, just, just check the friend me. list to see how many vegans are coming. Yeah, you're right. Could be like, honestly, two. Yeah, I reckon it's two. I don't reckon. Yeah. Or one. I don't reckon I know enough people who kind of have the um, organizational skills to be a vegan. <laughs> you <laughs> the know, because. Yeah, well, comedians are lazy. Comedians are very oh, no, lazy. Hey, now listen, Joseph and Laura are vegan. No, they're vegetarian. Oh, yeah. Well, they won't be offended by the rotating pig then. Yeah, I think they get it as well. You could do a. Um, who has to say it has to be a meat spit roast? No, well, that's what I'm saying. You can't get a vegetarian spit roast. You can't put falafel on a spit. I reckon you could. Oh, it's my stomach. That was so loud. loud. Yeah, yeah. That was. Oh, there's a really good uh, blooper from the Male Gaze TV show when that happened to me. And it was so loud, so loud that we were like, we have to take lunch now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A huge plug to also watch the the series on TVNZ On Demand. Still available, TVNZ On Demand or YouTube for international. Anywhere. Yeah. Maybe a second season if you want it enough. Yeah. But we're only going to do it if you really show some love. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Didn't you share me like an article that you wanted to talk about tonight that I didn't I didn't read it, but it's about Ariana Grande's brother. Oh yeah, Ariana Grande's brother, whose name is um, Frankie Grande. He is. He's in a thruple. So there's not many people that really irritate me upon like looking sight. at them. Yeah, and I know that that's offensive to say, but it's not that I find him. Like gross or ugly or I find him irritating upon seeing him because there's just like this hyper maintained frustrating energy about him. It's so hard because And I don't think it's femme either. That's not me like femme shaming him or being like, Oh, he's too camp or femme. It's like there's just something in his eyes that I'm like, 
you annoy me. Well, the way that he styles himself as well. Yeah, it's kind it, of like, I ha- he still would wear a fedora. He would absolutely wear a fedora. He would rub eyeliner under his eyes, like yeah. purposefully smudge it. He would cut out like the top of his fedora and then spike his hair through it, like something yeah. fucking crazy. He would bleach like- his chest hair. Yes, yes, it's sort of weird like that. I, I don't know, it's so hard because obviously Ariana, I almost wanted to say, to interrupt you when you brought up Barbara because I was like, did you hear Ariana's song, Thank You Next? A really kind of like fun, a little bit of a fuck you, but also quite like a mature message to send to all the exes. I don't yes. know, I love it. Well, basically to Pete. Yeah, basically to Pete, which she released just before SNL. It's Ugh. such a great move. I love it, but I don't know. Why did they break up? Because... This doesn't matter. This is like, what are we? Like, we sound like the edge. Why did Ariana and Pete <laughs> break up? Sources say. Uh, no, we don't know. But I, I reckon he's just... It just happens for it adults. It just happens. They're too chaotic. You can't be that famous. You've got to date a scientist. I can't emphasize yes. that enough. If you're like, why do fucking celebrities date other celebrities? It's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. Date a landscaper. You know, date someone who just idolizes you. And find love with someone who helps you escape from the rest of your oh my God. fucking hard life. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not that hard, is it? But they, God, they love to struggle. I reckon the main thing for them was that I think they were the right people for the right place and right time. Like, they found each other when they needed each other. They were a life, summer fling. They were an absolute summer fling. And I and can... fucking crazy that they got engaged. It's so silly. So and dumb. just... Un- and didn't he get like three Ariana Grande tattoos? It's just completely... Un- oh my God, yeah. And it just undermines the value of marriage so much. Yeah. How fast Americans get married. I'm just like, oh, stupid. Why even get married in the first place? It means, it makes, There's no rhyme or reason to it. No. It's not a something well earned. No. It's stupid. Congrats. And thank you for saying that. <laughs> Powerful stuff. I hope they clip that up and play it on the news. <laughs> I've got. There t- should be something else, right? Yes. There should be like if there was. What's the better commitment? Just to host a party to say we found love in a hopeless place. Maybe this is my biggest inner turmoil at the moment. It's like, do I want it? I still have to. In my mind, I think everything I've been trained up to this point in my life has been like, you need to get married at some point in your life. And now it's like, it's this empty, stupid gesture that I just don't believe in anymore. But yeah. like, I'm confronted by that complete shift in opinion. You're worried that you're going to go back. I don't know. I'm like, how long is this? Is this just a phase? Yeah. You know, that would be my pop song. I love uh, hearing about like people who get married, like they've been together for like forty years, and then yeah, they find that they've had like hot. three kids, and then they get married. Although a friend told me about a uh, uh, friend that she knew, her parents did that, and then they've been together like forty years, and then like two months after they got married, they broke up. It's poison. It's a trap. Yeah, it's a toxic prison. No, I don't think marriage is a toxic prison. Yeah, it's worked for my parents. Yeah, and it didn't work for mine, but I believe in it. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> We're, we're contradictions. <laughs> we're enigmas. Anyway, Frankie Grande. <laughs> oh my is... God. Every time, every time you even mention his name in this studio, I'm calling it a studio, yeah. I get a little shiver. It, it makes me feel like I've got, it gives me more shoulder tension. Uh, it makes us feel like we're like a cheap youth pop radio station. Well, he's in a relationship with two married men. They're, in, they're in what is uh, known by the cool kids as a thruple. A thruple, thruple, boil and thruple. <laughs> oh, kill me. Kill me. 
oil and truffle. <laughs> Double the truffle. Uh, does that, is, it, is it tupping? Is that when you push a cow over? Or do you say... T- <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. It was like a sex move, like when you like cup your hand and smack someone's asshole or something. <laughs> cup your hand and smack someone's asshole. So it makes more noise. Like, oh, oh, yeah. I've made it to be like... Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that sounds like a tup would be tupping. When you push a cow over. Is that just called tipping a cow? I imagine that's just like animal violence, animal cruelty. Oh, tupping is in in uh, in like Shakespeare. Because in Othello, he's like, Ooh. your uh, white you is tupping a black ram or something like that. Oof. Shakespeare? This movie is f- the first to say that Shakespeare was racist. Shakespeare's fucked, mate. Shakespeare's fucked up. He's boring. Shakespeare's boring. I know. People fucking love it. Boring. Are any gay characters in Shakespeare? Yeah. Antonio in um, uh, Twelfth Night is in love with Sebastian. And also in Merchant of Venice, another character called Antonio, so maybe it's like a key that they're gay, is in love with Bassiano. And in Romeo and Juliet, Mercutio is gay. Oh, yeah. There's quite a few. Yeah, he's queer. He's queer. Yeah. And I think Shakespeare's probably gay, right? Uh, Half the sonnets are to a boy. Oh, yeah. So to be honest, Chris... Shut the Maybe fuck I'm fucked. <laughs> and maybe Shakespeare should be on this podcast. Yeah, I'd love to do this podcast with Shakespeare. I reckon he'd have a lot of valuable to say. Oh, well, Frankie Grande. <laughs> Twas in a thruple. <laughs> do you think you could ever be in a thruple? Just can't imagine any time where there's three people in one room where you don't think, oh, this could just be two. Yeah. What? Like we had Alice Sneddon in here for three podcasts. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just it's easier with two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's less to manage in terms of where you sit less in it. to navigate. But it's like, do you buy a bigger bed? Surely. Or do they all have their own room? Surely you can't sleep with three people in one bed That's for the rest of your life. Day. Imagine that. The best way to do that is the old Charlie and the Chocolate Factory grandparent situation and like kind of... Top and tail. Top and tail it because yeah. you fucking don't want to be that middle person. Honestly, spooning with one other person gets too hot after five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine doing a three-way spoon. Hideous. Oh. In the middle, you'd be like, get me out, get me out, get me out. Yeah. So what do they do? They must all have their own rooms, in which case, that's interesting. That is nice. They get your own bed. Yeah, that's good. But then you'd be like, those fuckers are messaging me. They'll have their own thread. <gasps> it's shit like that, That Eli. would be it's traumatic. shit like that. Well, because when it's just two of you, it's not even a, it's not even like a separate group through. That's just imagine like, oh, we're going to go to so and so's parents thing for New Year's or whatever, and you're like, yeah, but they're not like the major part of the relationship. Or oh. it's like including everyone else's families, and there's presents, and there's like nephews oh and nieces, and there's presents for Christmas, and it just gets expensive and boring again. Well, just imagine negotiating the day to days of it. Imagine being like, what are we doing tonight, and having to negotiate with two, two other people every yeah. night. I know. I mean, I guess the cost of living comes down. You're spending no, your groceries sh- three ways. Oh, yeah. You probably will use the same You're shower gel. You're eating more food. You're eating more food. <laughs> you can't just buy two chicken fillets at one each. Yeah, that's true, man. That's so true, man. <laughs> or you're eating less chicken. Yeah. I reckon you'd use all the same grooming products, though. I don't use the same beauty and grooming products as my boyfriend. Really? Why is that? Because I think it's fucked up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do um, you use more expensive we stuff? We use different stuff. Okay. I, I like that. Yeah. I mean, I like my boyfriend to smell different. When my boyfriend wears my cologne because he doesn't have any, I'm like, no. 
I sometimes talk to my boyfriend like, shall we wear the same perfume today because it's better than our perfume that we can spend the rest of the day together. We might as well just smell like one one unit. One unison smell versus like combating scents. Wow. Which I think is kind of an interesting that idea. That is interesting. A eh? kind of collective smell, which you could do in the thruple. You could do, but I just trip it. Whenever my boyfriend smells like what I usually smell like, I'm like, oh. and then I get caught in my own mind. I'm like, is it? Oh, I wonder what this makes people think of me when they smell. <laughs> See, an insecure again. Yeah, this is why. Imagine, I mean, even getting into the car, I'd be like, who gets us in the front seat? That's so true. You'd or would like, you get like a truck or a van with three seats in the front? Don't do. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's hot. actually that's kind of hot. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. You got everyone in a truck. <laughs> everyone in a truck. There goes Chris and his two boyfriends in the truck again. That's the- he, learnt, he got into a thruple <laughs> and immediately learnt manual. Yeah. <laughs> the, the truck thruple. The truck thruple. They and they've got like a, one of those horns. I love it when those drive in the distance though and the pitch shift is like... You know, because it modulates in your head. Wow. Since you started doing a musical, your mind has got so much more musical. Listen, I have... I've yeah I've I've started getting recommended like musical theater videos and stuff online because I because you're studying up I'm just deep in this musical theater landscape wow. for, for listeners who don't know I'm starring it starring not starring <laughs> I've got a few you're one of the stars I've got I've got a few walk on comedic moments <laughs> and I do some heavy lifting in terms of the dancing and singing in Shortland Street the musical yeah I am easily the worst singer among the group. Because uh, I'm mainly there for me comedic, me comedic, and me comedic, me comedic, <laughs> and me like, dancing. You sound like that little Mex girl trying to be Jamaican. But I am comedic, um, and the singing. I, it's like it's crazy being like a little bit insecure and be like I'm a little bit out of my depth right now. Like, yeah, shit. I have a fear that they're going to isolate my vocals and people are going to hear me being like, ah! like really, like oh. shrieking to hit the note. So let it be known, if you come to Shortland Street, the musical, at the ASB uh, Waterfront Theatre for all of November, December, basically, and you hear the beautiful harmonies, I'm probably lip-syncing. Yes. <laughs> oh, wonderful. It's, that's the best thing about singing in a choir. You can hide. You can be like, I can't hit a certain note. So you'd be like, welcome back to Shortland Street. You know, and yes. miss Oh, notes. I loved that in school musicals. I'd always... I'd you're like, I'm getting away parts. with this. Yeah. I'm lying to everyone. You know, I got a merit in a music assessment at school, playing the bass, where I learned the first page, and then there were four more pages, and I just improvised the rest. <laughs> Fuck. It's, when I hear shit like that, I'm, I'm like, I would pay high dollar for a time machine I know. to be invisible and to watch that moment happen. Because, like, very rarely are we that earnest and that yeah. vulnerable in front of each other. But yeah. to see you try the bass, the bass the hardest you can. An instrument I had played for mm, seven months at this point. <laughs> and then be like, I'll crack this four-page song and then f- get the first page good and then just guess the rest. <laughs> like, you can't put money on how good that would be to experience. And I'll never be in another situation like that as well. I'll never be... I'm like, buying at school... Your 30th. Maybe I will. Yeah. Okay, solo. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Do you have any <laughs> summer skills you want to learn? Oh. Say them on the count of three. One, two, three. Surfing. Oh, great. I, and I used to play, but I just like to get good again. We're gonna, it's a little Jack Johnson combo here. Yes. you. I'll watch you surf while I'm on the shore saying, Taylor was a good girl. Do you ever like that George the monkey was sitting beside him? No, that was a, a different one. It's a dust. 
It's a just breakdown. Dance, dance, dance. How is there a straight away to end this podcast with a Jack Johnson song? He's honestly one of the straightest artists I know. Yeah. Like he's so straight. Yeah. That duet with fucking Colby Calais. Because it's the only time that straight dudes would be slightly earnest. I mean, they're straight guys are earnest all the time. But at high school, they'd be like, Talent Quest, they'd be like, I'm going to pop out a Jack Johnson. And you'd be like, Yes. Or oh, Dave Matthews. Who gets you the right? Where do you have the. the What's the word? Oh my god, my brain literally stopped working just then. Mana Schutzpa. No, the gall. Gall. To come out on this stage after five drama gays have done <laughs> monologues <laughs> and a tap routine, and you think you have the gall to come out, perform one Jack Johnson song, and win this fucking talent quest? Yeah. How dare you? Oof. Apart from Marlon Williams, mainly won the talent quest. Did he win it? And he would sing Hallelujah. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I remember when uh, we had to do, for part of my drama school audition, we had to sing a song. And multiple people sang. Because of the time that this happened, it was uh, Jason Moran's I'm Yours, which I think is also one of the straightest songs of all time. It's a good duet, hey? Yeah. People always say the harmony yeah yeah don't you love it when people sing a song and they both crack the harmony at the I same know, time I know then no one's singing the core <laughs> melody and I'm like there's a metaphor in that yeah like someone's always got to do the groundwork that's unglamorous but if you don't do it then it's not going to pay off did you watch the video that came out today the Spice Girls Reuniting tour I haven't video. watched it but I've looked at all the artwork well the announcement video is incredible it's right. them on doing try, it's, world news eh? yes they're preparing for their live broadcast but then they sing at the end they do the yeah. la, 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 and what's crazy is you'd think like oh they'll put Sporty to the front because she's the one that can still sing but no it goes baby first solo she sounds brilliant. Great. Jerry joins them with a kind of alto harmony. Sounds great. They sound great together and then all four sing together. And it's, yeah. That's amazing. I was thinking like, they've lost Posh, which is like, for the picture would look great. Mm. They're not going to miss her on the vocals. Not at She's all. She's doing a bit of what I was doing. <laughs> She's doing a lot of mouthing along. <laughs> You're live, like just missing notes. I love that. Uh, Victoria Beckham though She does try and talk She's like I always knew I couldn't sing I didn't want to be a singer She did Try to have a solo career She released a full album of tracks And you can watch A live performance of her Singing a solo song On YouTube Wow And it's well worth it Because I feel like It's a brief Moment of weakness And what has otherwise been Like a pretty Pretty perfect career It's nice seeing vulnerability In someone like Victoria Beckham Yeah One of the greatest 73 questions the uh, greatest. To her trotting around. Favourite comedy? We are the Millers. Isn't that weird? And her favourite flavour? Salt. That's not a flavour. I know. She's fucking what crazy. What is the flavour of salt? It tastes like a rock, I guess. It's like a primary... It's like just trying to describe happiness. Yeah. It's like it's too primal. But it's hard to describe anything. Chicken. Well, how do you describe the taste of chicken? So- salty. <laughs> <laughs> It all comes back to salt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Victoria Beckham won't be missed on the tour, but it would have been great to have had her there. Wouldn't it be great if she just but it's weird went on the tour, but embraced the fact that she everyone knows she can't sing and just kind of like... Trotted around. So she didn't lip sync. But it's weird even it. seeing her, like, 
we now performed at the London um, Olympics here, yes. right? On top of the cars. Yeah. And you watch her, like, careful. It's like someone moving around an expensive vase. You're like, careful, careful, careful. It will yeah. break. Like, you're so scared for her because she just. She, you don't want to see her hair blown in a different direction. You don't want mm. to see her kind of roll her ankle in her heels. She's so yeah. kind of manicured in terms of her image. You don't want to see her be put out of her comfort zone, I don't no, think. No, because it makes... Why does it make you feel weird? It's like watching your mum cry. Yeah, it is. You're like, no, I don't want to see... You, I can't... I, I want to I see lean you on you for, um, for imperfection. Mm-hmm. For perfection, sorry. So I know that that's attainable. And yeah. when I see that it's not attainable, I begin to doubt cracks, everything. Cracks on me. I think that is the most, the biggest breakthrough I've had on this podcast. That's amazing. Don't you reckon though? That's huge. That's yeah, why we don't want to see <clears throat> flaws in our heroes because we rely on them to understand that perfection is attainable. And then when we see yeah. that it's not, we're like, well, why even try? It's why we've all forgotten that Beyonce is a terrible actor and is truly abysmal in every single yeah. film she's ever done because yeah. we want to see her as perfect. Yeah, that's true. No, she's good in Dream Girls. I'm sorry. She that's, is good in Dream Girls. She is good actually. in Dream Girls. Listen, I am alone in the bathroom. I'm going to say in the bathroom. Uh, but I am alone in the, the bathroom. bathroom. I locked the door from the outside. <laughs> Can someone please come here and let me out of? I've got my phone. Oh, <laughs> but it's running out of battery. Oh, you can hear how raspy my voice is from singing all day. Mm, that <clears> passion. Today we did the sits probe, which is a very funny word that um, musical theatre people talk about all the time. They're like, oh, goody, goody, it's the day of the sits probe. And I was like, what the fuck is a sits probe? But it's the day that the you sing with the band for the first time. Oh, and cool. Yeah, it's really fun. And I felt <clears throat> full musical theatre. I felt like I was in a sort of like some sort of American band, okay. Broadway band. Thing. I've got the best videos for you to go home and watch today. Joseph Moore and Laura Daniel already mentioned on this podcast, oh, but I'm giving them a shout seamless. again. Show me these videos of the cast of The Greatest Showman. Oh. It's their sits pro. They're oh. running through the songs with the band for yeah. the first time, and everyone is in tears. Yeah. And there's this bit with um, um, <clears throat> the girl who sings uh, This Is Me. Yeah. She, like... She gets too emotional. She kind of like gives up partway through this, turns away. Hugh Jackman grabs her hand and then she turns back to the mic and she's like, Oh my god, I love it. And there's there's the most amazing bit is the guy playing the piano who looks over at her and he's like, Wow. And it's like, I'm literally, we need to wrap this podcast up shortly because I need to go and watch it. Um, if you haven't watched recently, I watched Chris Klein auditioning for Mamma Mia again the other oh, day. Oh, one of the all-time greats. It's one of the all-time greats. I wasn't worried before we met. How good is Mandy Moore? That, oh. You, if, if she walked in, I'd hire her on the spot. Have you ever seen the film American Dreams that he drops in there? No. So Chris Klein and Mandy Moore in a movie called American Dreams, which is a spoof oh of... God. American Idol, where there's like a terrorist, a terrorist, terrorist, a terrorist. One of the final four is like a terrorist who's going to blow up the. It's cr- it's mental and very bad. Oh, I'm watching that. It's too. one of those things that's meant to be a satire, and then kind of miss. The I'm going to be honest with you. I'm tuning out because I'm already thinking that you've got to watch them. We need to wrap this up. Okay. Um, a big shout out to our sponsors. Um, come come flavor lube. <laughs> Yum, yum, yum. Where it's would cum. we be without you? Yeah. Um, when I want more cum, I just drink a full glass of oh. cum flavored loop. Oh, yuck. <laughs> okay. 
Um, this is us. This is me. This is the male gaze. Fuck Frankie Grande. <laughs> fuck fucking you. Yeah, fuck him, man. He's ruining our brand. He is. Which is flawless. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.